sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first edition of Betting 101, a subsection to the betting edge. This series will be where Mayday and I take a deep dive into profitable sports betting, and each episode will drop some knowledge on different ways that you guys can beat the bookie. Today, we're going to be discussing Super Bowl 57, one of the most bet on sporting events in the entire world. We'll explore the history of the two teams in the Super Bowl and talk about secrets to big game betting. Mayday, you want to get started with some history, maybe? Yeah, so thank you for having me, Mergy. Thank you for being here always for the Betting Edge <laughs> podcast, this little this little thing we got going here. Um, so let's start by looking at the playoff history between these two teams. Uh, that book is open and closed because there's none. They have never <laughs> played each other in the playoffs, not one time. They've actually only ever played each other nine times at in like all of history because they only, only recently... Do the yeah, because through regular season games, that's it. Because yeah. only recently the NHL, the NFL started playing every team every four years. Um, wow. Until then, there was like big 10-year gaps between when they played. So their overall record, the Chiefs have five wins to the Eagles four. Now, like that's obviously not very much of a sample size to go off of either. So realistically, as far as history goes, if we want to look at these two teams – all we can really do is look at their Super Bowl histories. So the Eagles, they're one and two in their Super Bowl history. Uh, they originally lost to the Oakland Raiders. Then they lost to the New England Patriots. And then they finally got it done against the New England Patriots. So two and one. Uh, sorry, one and two. There's like, again, there's still not a huge amount to look back on uh, as far as the Eagles history goes. The Chiefs have a little bit. I was going to say that win against uh, the Patriots, that was uh, Nick Foles year, wasn't it? It was. Carson Wentz going down. Yeah. No, uh, that was was a huge win for the team. And and there are a couple of guys still on the roster heading into this game. Absolutely. And so like they have a little bit of big game experience. Um. As if you want to look on the history of the Kansas City Chiefs side, they actually lost the first Super Bowl ever to the Green Bay Packers. They're the the team that has the distinction of being the first Super Bowl losers in history, 35-10. That was in 1967. Uh, and then since then, they've got it done twice. They've got it done against the Minnesota Vikings in 1970, against the 49ers with Patty Mahomes, in 2020 and then they lost to the bucks so they also have a losing record in the super in the uh, sorry they have a 50 50 record but it's not a stellar record in the super bowl that's basically all the history that there is between these two teams and these two teams in the super bowl i got nothing else well one thing that stands out to me from everything you were just saying is how little there is to choose between these two teams like not only the history side uh, but if you're looking at the regular season, if you're looking at how the teams are playing now, if you're looking at the past few games that these two teams have played, they've both looked so dominant. And then, of course, the odds reflect that reflect that for this game. Um, if I'm looking at the odds for the game on FanDuel, Kansas City Chiefs plus 104 on the money line, Philadelphia Eagles minus 122, and the spread 
is set at one point. So no one can kind of pick apart these two teams. And then just based off that history, you can't really choose one team being better than the other. However, um, I guess we did mention the Eagles have some of the players returning from their Super Bowl win. The Chiefs have a lot of players returning from their more recent Super Bowl win. Um, And then, of course, they have Patrick Mahomes, who's played in three Super Bowls, coming up against Jalen Hurts on the Eagles, who's entering his first Super Bowl game. Uh, And actually, just in the past year or so is when he really excelled as becoming as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So it's definitely going to be a tight game. And I don't know. I'm I'm really excited. Like, Mayda, do you have an angle um, on which way you want to go yet? Like, do you you know which team you think is going to win? I do. And it actually kind of leads into our next, the next thing we were going to talk about here, because one of the things that is important when you're betting in a game like the Super Bowl is taking into account the occasion. It is a big game and it's different than betting on a regular game. And the circumstances are different. And experience in that individual game or circumstance is important to note. And so my lean basically comes from what you just mentioned, Samir. The Chiefs have a lot more Super Bowl experience. Patrick Mahomes has a ton of Super Bowl experience for a really young guy. And that is that basically brings my is my entire opinion on the matchup. I think they're really so close on paper that like one, the Eagles may have a slightly better team, but championship Super Bowl experience is a big thing for me when I'm betting on a game of this magnitude. Yeah, I agree with you there completely. Uh, when it comes to a game like this, it's one of the hardest to predict. Uh, we already alluded to the fact how there's nothing separating these two teams. Uh, if you were asking me, of course, I would lean the Chiefs just because of their experience. They have Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid's revenge factor um, against the Eagles. However, my biggest uh, suggestion when it comes to betting on a big game like the Super Bowl, would be to avoid choosing a side. Like, at the end of the day, you're going to have millions of people trying to predict a side. And this is, if not the hardest, one of the hardest games of the NFL season to predict. Like, we saw the Falcons go up 27 to to 3, or whatever it was, uh, years ago. And Tom Brady comes back and, and craps all over them, right? Um, if we saw last year, tons of people were loving Joe Burrow to, to continue that Cinderella run. Um, and then LA Rams come in and have a dominant game in the Super Bowl to win it all. So it definitely is one of the harder harder games to predict. And so that's why I guess my biggest tip when it comes to, to playing this game and betting this game is avoid choosing a side for a winner and focus more on picking prop, player props. Or live betting, once you see the action start, maybe make a decision on who who you think is playing better, who you think showed up to play, what schemes are working better than others, and then place a bet on a winner. Don't don't bet on it pregame, especially if you're going to Super Bowl parties and stuff, right? You don't want to be sitting there sweating out a bet um, while everyone else around you is enjoying themselves eating pizza and stuff. If you just bet on some player props, bet on some things where you, you feel... Um, should go the right way, like betting on superstar players to do their job, you can just enjoy the game a little bit more rather than choosing a side. Because at the end of the day, it is just one game. Like this is, despite it being the Super Bowl, the biggest game of the year in the NFL season, it's just one game to bet on after all. And you winning that bet is equivalent to you winning an NBA bet the next day. 
So like, don't put all your money and eggs into this basket. Just uh, treat it like in any other game. Look at it like any other game. Uh, and that, and remember that it is hard to predict. Like you mentioned the pressure that some uh, that might reach some of these players, the pressure might get to some of them. They might not perform. However, on the other side of things, you, I feel like you can rely on the superstars. Like it's football. These players have been working their whole lives for this moment to play in the Super Bowl, and they play a limited amount of games per season, so they can give it their all in the games they do play. And typically, the superstars show up to perform. Like if I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes props or Travis Kelsey props or Jalen Hurts props or AJ Brown props, like I'd be comfortable taking those because at the end of the day, these coaches that are playing in the Super Bowl, they're going to stick with what's comfortable for their team because they know the winning recipe. They know what's working and they're not going to go for too many trick plays in the biggest game of their career. So I think it's it's a little safe to be betting on these comfortable options. There, there's two things I want to pick out there because you said treat it like any other game. And so what what I think is important to note is that when you are picking your unit size and the number of things you're going to bet on, treat it like any other game. But as far as actually deciding who you are going to bet on, that pertains to your second point, Samir, where you can sort of trust, you probably want to trust the stars a little bit more. You want to be a little bit more careful on the things you place bets on. Uh, and you maybe want to stay away from picking a winner, which you might do just jumping on the spread in a regular game. So as far as money management and unit management, you need to treat it like a regular game. You cannot go crazy just because it's the Super Bowl. It is still one game. And then when you get into actually betting it, you need to be treating it like it's a very special game because the experience is so different. The halftime, like let's let's give the Super Bowl as an example because the halftime is so long. It is players <laughs> constantly talk about the fact that they are after halftime like all out of sorts because it's longer than any other halftime that you ever have to deal with. The intros take forever. There's a whole week of buildup where it's lit. It's just it is a huge huge mental mental pretzel for these players and it, the reason they're professional athletes in the super bowl is because they've gotten through a lot of difficult mental pretzels on the way to this point but this is the biggest one of them all so leaning on your players like your travis kelsey's aj brown maybe even jalen hurts and patrick mahomes on your props are probably the way you would want to go reaching out and trying to find the guy who might have a out of nowhere, out of nowhere massive game, I would reserve those kind of things for regular season play. Because in the Super Bowl, the big guys, the big boys often come to play in big games overall. Yeah, that, I mean that, that's perfectly well said there. Um, just coming off of a uh, of that discussion, you mentioned the halftime show being uh, one of the hardest things to to recover from and players have have mentioned that kind of steals the momentum from the team who had it and kind of gets players antsy and waiting do you think that'll have an effect on the total score in the third quarter like i'm just I never I just considered came up with it that but right it, now. I, it i never considered it but it actually could the overall think, score for both teams in the third quarter yeah yeah so right now I think i'm looking totally at could. i'm looking at the total in the third quarter and it's actually set as uh, the lowest total out of all the quarters. 
So bookies so, are on. You're, you're, as you're well. on yeah, I was gonna say you've you've stumbled across something. <laughs> and uh, the third quarter but that goes total to show. for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Seven, is set at ten points. Over is minus one hundred eight. Under is minus one twelve. So the under is actually favored in this instance, and uh, and that's a great point that you made right there. So those of you betting, remember that. Remember if it's halftime and you're like, oh. I'm going to slam the over because it seems like these guys have been killing it. Don't be surprised if they slow it down uh, the first five, six, seven minutes of the third quarter because those guys are, are starstruck from seeing Riri perform. Uh, they're excited <laughs> when Run This Town uh, finishes <laughs> the segment. And, um, and they're just going to be hyped up and then they might come out and, and just not be fully warmed up and ready to start a full football game again. So don't be they surprised. won't be physically cold in Arizona, yeah. but they will be like they will their muscles won't be fully uh, engaged no, after no. a 35 minute <laughs> halftime performance plus setup and tear down. Yeah, 100 percent. And another thing that you have to look at when you're betting on the Super Bowl game. Like if you're trying to make money off it and be profitable, which is what we stress here on the betting edge podcast, don't put tons of money into the game. Like because there's so many props you can be betting on. And if you want to bet on like the color of the Gatorade, you want to bet on the coin toss. Like you want to kind of have fun at your Super Bowl party watching it. Instead of putting half a unit on these plays, put like a 0.1 or a 0.2 of a unit on these plays. Like you're not going to win that much money from these plays regardless. And the chances of you getting them right are very slim, right? Like how are you going to guess how long the anthem's going to go? At the end of the day, it's up to the singer. It's not up to you. There's way, way less control you have. I mean, you never really have control betting on sports anyways, but at least you kind of know what trends to go for, et cetera, et cetera. You're just banking on this singer to, to finish their song at a certain time. Like, nah, that that's not smart betting. It's going to be hard to be profitable doing that. So just keep that in mind when you're placing your bets. Make sure you do like a 0.1 unit, 0.2 units, don't don't put a full unit on the color of the Gatorade because at the end of the day, like you're probably not going to get that right. Uh, so one thing I do want to mention is like betting on the Super Bowl and you're going to be tempted to place all these prop bets. Um, don't put full unit sizes on things that aren't player props, like things that aren't picking a side, on things that aren't total. If you're going to be betting these random props, have fun with it. Don't, don't be sad at the end of the night if you lose all these bets and then you ended up losing all your money. That's just silly. Because uh, at the end yeah. of the day, you lose a couple bets on the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're sad, but at least you didn't lose that much money. The rest of the week is about to happen. You have basketball, you have hockey, you have soccer, you have so many other things you can bet on, and they're literally equivalent to the Super Bowl. It's not like just because you guessed the Super Bowl winner correctly, you're going to get like a $100 bonus from FanDuel or something. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Like, Imagine, you're, you're just going to get a nice pat on the back and that's it. Like no one cares. It doesn't, it's not worth more than you choosing Your the buddies won't the even Lakers remember game. next year. Your buddies yeah. won't even remember next year, bro. Yeah, that's and if you go point. around hyping it up, like your buddies are going to be like, okay, well, why didn't you tell us four months ago when we could have made so much more money on it? Um, yeah, it, it is just, it, it's just, silly to put all your eggs into this basket because it is the hardest game to predict and i really want to stress that there's millions of people that are going to be betting on it so not only that um if you're a believer in public's moving lines or if you think sports are rigged even like why would you put so much money on something that millions of people are betting on millions of people are watching 
and literally anything can happen, especially in this matchup. Like we got the Chiefs and the Eagles. It's the first time we have two of the best teams in the league face each other in the Super Bowl in like the past decade. So why why are you picking between these two teams? Eagles are the better team overall. Chiefs have Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, the experience. Like, why are you picking between these two teams? Uh, that being yeah. said, there are some good angles to be taking at it. I did mention the best way to be betting on big games like this would be player props. So let's get into some player props within us. I know you've been researching this. I know you've been waiting to give me a couple of good bets here, maybe. So well, we we came up with a couple together. I know. Don't I'm not gonna take me. all the credit. <laughs> um. So one thing I do want to mention before, just before I talk about the player props we're giving out, be aware of what sports books are offering you on this day. There yes. will be a great many promos available. Some of them will be no-brainer promos. There will be those ones. Scan your sports books and grab those ones. Some like will a point be scored in the second half? You get it at plus 100, but you can put $5 on it. Those kind of things, grab them across as many sports books as you can. Shop shop through and find those free deals. But be really careful of the promos that you take from sports books on Super Bowl Sunday. They are trying their hardest to capture neutral fans. It is the yeah. biggest day of the year for them. And the props that they are going to be giving out, the specialty props, are going to be very profitable for them. So do your research beforehand and stick to things that you are comfortable with. You might be just better off going with a straight bet on a player prop than taking somebody's rushing yards slightly boosted by five, but you get an extra plus 20 points on the juice, which you don't necessarily need. So very well said, Mayday. And, and I do want to mention, because it adds to your point, FanDuel doing that Gronk kick for the field goal special. Get on it. If you're betting on FanDuel and you're planning yep. to bet the Super Bowl, you bet $5 on any prop and you qualify for this. Just make sure you remember to opt in. And then Gronkowski, we talked about it on our last podcast. Like He's been practicing for this. He's an athlete. He's going to go out in front of millions of people. He's a showman. There's no way he's missing that kick. And if you opt in, you bet $5 on the Super Bowl, he gets that kick, you get $20 in free bets. So exactly what Mayday said, just uh, take advantage of all these offers that they're giving you and make sure you shop around. I've mentioned FanDuel a couple times on this, but that's because we're familiar with FanDuel here at SportsGrid. But if you guys find better lines on things in other places, for example, Pinnacle has Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown scorer at like plus 170, plus 180. That's way better than anywhere else that we've found. If I'm looking it's on plus, FanDuel. It's plus 200 at ProLine Ontario. Plus 200 ProLine Ontario. If I'm looking on FanDuel, it's plus 145 for Pacheco to get a touchdown. So that's just in one example of many where if you shop around, look for different lines from different bookies, you can find the best value and have a bet on FanDuel. Have one bet on MGM. Uh, bet MGM. Have one bet on Pinnacle. <laughs> have one bet on Bet365. Like, Whatever you choose to do, uh, make sure you, you shop your lines first so you can get the best value for that play. It's that bet on bet that got you there yeah. a couple times. There's <laughs> two of them, two of them, bet on bet MGM, bet on bet 365. Those are a little tough. 
Uh, no, I got lost in the BetMGM. I don't even. I think I said it right the first time, but I just corrected myself. You got, you, yeah, you did. You got. It's okay. You got through it. Okay, so let's circle back. Let me give you the first play. That so Samir and I talked a lot about this so far on this show about like respecting the big game players and looking at how they have done in big games and like just those are the kind of guys that you want to rely on. So with that being said, we're looking at the number one option for anybody on the field. That is Travis Kelsey. He is he is the number one option for Patrick Mahomes more than anybody is the number one option for Jalen Hurts. This guy is going to get targeted. You can look at him in many different ways, and I think the most comfortable way is to look at something he's done a lot recently. And his rushing yards is set at 79 and a half. So, Samir, what receiving. were some of those stats? Receiving yards, sorry. No, don't worry. His receiving yards. Ooh, Russia, his rushing yards is not set at 75 and a half. Imagine his he's like randomly Taysom Hill in Travis Kelsey's body running down the field. <laughs> receiving, oh. receiving yards over 79 and a half, and that's sitting at even money. So that's – I'm not trying to reach too hard. I'm not trying to like – Grab something at super plus money. The most effective way is to grab something that is going to be reasonable. And you're going to have a good time cheering. Like, aside from that, you're going to have a good time cheering for Mahomes to hit Kelsey over yeah. the course of the game. What were some like, of the how, stats we had there for some for yeah, Kelsey? So, so I was just going to say, uh, of course, you're going to have fun cheering for Travis Kelsey. Like, it's, he's the most electric player, uh, tight end in the league right now. He's one of the most electric tight ends we've ever seen. And in his last five playoff games he's hit over this total four times the one time he didn't he got 78 yards so he was two yards away from hitting this total um there before that yeah if you look even further in this past 10 games he's hit it eight times 10 playoff games and then if you look at his regular season he's gone over this total so many times there was a stretch where he went over this total six games in a row uh, at the end of this day we mentioned big games in big, I mean, big players and big moments in big games. Travis Kelsey is going to be producing. He's going to be there. He's going to be ready whenever Patrick Mahomes needs that secondary option. He knows he can find Kelsey, get it open. Uh, at the end of the day, and when it comes to the red zone and they want to do something comfortable, they want to get a touchdown or at least close to the end zone, they're going to be giving it to Travis Kelsey. He can catch it over people. He can catch it close and truck through people. This man is ready to play over 79 and a half, I think is a steal. And um, to be honest, closer to game time, that's probably going to go up a few. Yards. I would assume so as more money comes in on it. Cause it's uh, like, again, all he's the model of consistency. He's the model of consistency in big games, which is key. So he's going to be, in, he's going to be involved a lot. There's no way Andy Reed doesn't, do his absolute best to find ways to get his best receiver available. That's just yep. like, re I know he's a tight end, but like realistically he's the best receiver of the ball on that team. And that's just, that's just the way it is. No, so he, he first really bet, is. That was the first no bet, brainer. Travis Kelsey. Second bet. We're, I'm, we're going to look at the other side of things here because I, I guess at the end of the day, if you're going to be betting on this game and you're not choosing a side because you think it could go either way, it's smart to pick bets on either side. Uh, if one team goes off and you just only bet on the other team, then you're going to be missing out on a lot of bets, right? Uh, so our second bet for the Betting 101 podcast, we are riding with Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown score. I mean, this man is a machine when it comes to scoring touchdowns. In his last mm -hmm. five games overall, 
he scored six touchdowns. Seven touchdowns if you count past six games. Eight touchdowns if you cast if you count past seven games. Like he oh gets into the end zone, especially when he's comfortable. We know his shoulder's hurting a little bit, uh, but doesn't matter. If his shoulder's hurting a little bit, he's not gonna want to pass it as much. If his shoulder's hurting a little bit, he may miss the first option because he's a little slow and he may choose to scramble and run. We know that's exactly what Jalen Hurts likes to do. And on top of everything, when it comes to the red zone, he's proven that he can get it into the end zone. Plus 100 for Jalen Hurts, anytime touchdown scorer. Big players show up in big moments in big games. Absolutely. And like you just, you can foresee a situation that you were mentioning it with Kelsey there. Like they're sitting second, third and goal, uh, uh, sorry, two yard, uh, like second and goal or something. Yeah. And they're like two, three yards out. And the defense does a pretty good job locking everybody up. He can truck his way through. And he yeah. has trucked his way through throughout his entire football career. I think in college, in 14 games he had 21 rushing touchdowns yeah and like that's a pretty hefty number that was just Again, his last college year and he was one of oh, the best man. rushing touchdown quarterbacks in the history of college so like again what we've been stressing all all podcast really like start bet uh, you can bet on things that you can rely on like at, i know both of us are leaning towards this yes. game being a little high scoring and if you're thinking it's going to be high scoring like we are uh, like many other people are, because it's two really strong offenses in a big game, then you can guarantee that the big guys are going get, to be getting touchdowns. You can guarantee that if Philly gets three touchdowns, Jalen Hurts is scoring for sure 100% he's scoring one of them by himself. That's what he does, right? Um, and at the end of the day, the Chiefs' defense is going to be trying their best to lock up every other option and force Jalen Hurts to run because of that injured shoulder which he will do and have no issues doing so it's again this is all it's all important to just like make sure you're aware of the fact that like big players step up in big games because there's the <laughs> most important thing we can stress in this uh in big game betting that's basically like that's my philosophy that's a lot of sport sharp betters philosophies and i don't know there isn't much more to say i'm kind of I'm kind of really comfortable with these plays here. And if you can get these now before the lines change a little bit, I don't know if you'll get plus money on Jalen Hurts touchdown for much longer. And and just to clarify, we are putting one unit each on these plays and we're going to be keeping track of our units from this podcast coming out every week, twice a week, uh, and we'll tell you guys how we're doing. So far, we've been killing it. The past few episodes, we haven't been giving out as many official plays uh, to keep track with our record, but we're going to keep up with that moving forward. We're already up over 20 units on the podcast so far. So uh, good stuff from us, and we're, we're here to share the love. So you guys hopefully are going to be listening. Hopefully pay attention to the tips we give you guys moving forward. Before we head off, Mayday, I did want to... I don't know. Like, I want to talk about Isaiah Pacheco. We were discussing taking him over on the rushing yards, and we couldn't really come to a for sure consensus on if, whether we should take it or not. But looking at his past games, he's hit the past three games in a row. He didn't, he didn't hit this rushing yard over 48 and a half. But before that, he hit it like six, seven games in a row. Eagles 
have one of the best defenses in the league, both rushing and passing. However, a couple times they've lost this season was due to a running back having a big game. Do you see Andy Reid relying on that once again? Last week against the Bengals, Pacheco was massive. He's in form. He proved he can do it multiple times this season. His rushing yard prop is set at 46 and a half. His receiving yards prop is set at 16 and a half. Personally, I think he's going to be really involved in this game. You think that we should be we should lay something on either of those. The receiving yards prop kind of interests me a little bit. I know he's a running back, but the receiving yard prop kind of like I don't know, that seems very Andy Reid to me. It does. It seems like Andy Reid, it seems like in big in in a big game like this, um Patrick Mahomes having an ankle injury, he's going to have that in the back of his mind. If if his first option is taken away, um these short throws to Pacheco might save him a little bit like they did against the Bengals. So Mahomes isn't forced to run in those and scramble in those situations um and risk being sacked. Uh, and and so and a big uh, defender landing on that ankle. He can just check it down to Pacheco for a short yardage. Pacheco had over 40 receiving yards against the Bengals. I really think Pacheco has a big game. Uh, maybe, maybe we take the over on the receiving yards. But to be honest, I love him anytime touchdown score. Yeah, that's I that if I'm like, my only thought is is taking and I guess to be fair, we could take. If we're gonna, there's going to be multiple touchdowns and we think the big guys are going to get them, taking two of the biggest guys on either side to get touchdowns isn't the worst idea. Plus one forty-five on Fanduel, but of course we're going to shop around and cut. I think we can get this up to plus two hundred. I think we can get it up to plus two hundred if we're in Ontario. Either way, so here's what I'll tell you: if you guys can, I would go out and look at that line. Go across all your books, see what you guys get it at, and. I think that's a pretty good bet. All right. It's comfortable. We're locked in. We've got three bets from the betting edge, betting 101 podcast. Um, And that's it for today, really. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. This is a huge, huge Super Bowl game coming up. Uh, I hope you guys learned a little bit from this. We're going to be doing this every week, uh, whatever big events going on, or even just whatever's going on in the sporting world, we'll talk about try to drop a little bit of knowledge for you guys on where to find the best lines how to beat the bookie how to look at different games how to look at different sports baseball's coming up soon we'll have an episode describing how you should look at the analytics in baseball and how that could help you in betting uh other than that enjoy the game gamble responsibly everyone most importantly let's cash baby see y'all next week